Hello. Hey, Marty, it's Lindley. Well, Lindley Fay, as I live and breathe. I'm here. You know, I was going <laughs> through um, my, in my head, I was thinking about the different um, numbers that I have memorized. And it's like my mom, my dad, and you. <laughs> the numbers I have, I could, I could just, I could write off. And, and <laughs> so you're going to be the next emergency contact. Well, I, uh, I don't remember phone numbers. I, honestly, I never was good at learning phone numbers. And so since the rise of cellular telephones, um, if you really want somebody to look at you funny, start referring to your phone as a cellular telephone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't remember. Joe Beth remembers mine, uh, but she said the other day that the only reason she really remembers it is because she gives it to the cashier at Homeland every time <laughs> she right buys groceries. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> or she just gets, I don't know, maybe she's just like, hey, you should call my husband. He's he, he's good to chat with. I'm tired of talking to him. Maybe you would like to have a conversation. <laughs> she's like, I don't want to talk to you or Marty. So here, here's his number. Here, you guys should talk to each other. <laughs> um, she left this morning, and it is... It is weird to not, I mean, yeah. it's been just a few hours, not a different, matter of fact, later than she would usually leave to go to work. But still, I feel this weird, uh, I don't know, I'm not exactly sure what the word is. It's almost, uh, it's almost like longing. I feel this strange longing uh, well, as though she's gone. removed from me. Isn't that um, sweet? It is very sweet. I think that's like the sweetest thing I've heard you ever say. Yeah, I'm not very, I'm not very, <laughs> I don't say nice things out loud on, definitely not on podcasts very often. You know what you should do is you should probably like play a country music song. Like you should probably uh, record one <laughs> out of your genre. Right. Most of my say, songs are folk songs. So I perhaps I should write. Songs. Well, some of them are okay, but I maybe I should write. I don't know an R and B song. Uh, yeah, get, something get out of that's your, not out my, of your wheelhouse. I'll get Weird Al's help with it. What are you <laughs> referencing, <laughs> Lindley? What are you even <laughs> referencing? <laughs> what are you referencing? Uh, uh, yeah. Um, say no Texas, but I'll hold them. Uh-huh. What are those lyrics? What are they? I don't know. You I will can tell you. pay for the most delicious songwriters on the planet, and you come up with that? Yeah, that's pretty weird. I looked it up. Uh, we're we're talking about Beyonce's oh, new yes, song. Um, oh, hey everyone! Welcome to the OPC Spam Podcast Edition. <laughs> 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 this is. Um, Lily Smith, who's really pissed off about country music right now, and um, our friend Mighty Piercy. That's me. Um, yeah. So I looked up this new Beyonce song, 
to see what all the hubbub was. <laughs> and you know what? I a uh, it's not good. I mean, it's not I'd like. And all due respect to Beyonce. Uh, she's incredibly talented, gifted, and skilled, all three of those things, which are different things. Um, I said, it's not about that, but, like, this song is trash. It's like, a really terrible so song. It's very – and it's novelty music. Like, I'm all for people crossing genres. This is not – this is like – this is like uh, – I. I don't, I just can't even compare it to anything. Uh, it's just not good. You know, I, like, I I worked on, back in, like, other Lifetime, Lindley, I worked on um, the Beyonce and Jay-Z on the run tour. And, uh, ew, yeah. I, I know, I just said, that. Oh, I usually I drop that. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, so she's so talented. I will never say I'm part of like the Beehive or anything like just, but she's fantastic. And I this came out, and I was like, I expected more of you. Like I wanted to be like the homeschool teacher that was like, I'm disappointed in you. Right. Yeah. Like if not. you're gonna cross genres, do it hard. Do, <laughs> yeah, do it well, which I assume. Mm-hmm. You well, and by the way, with her copious resources, I would assume yeah. that she would do so. But no, it's it's not good. And I looked it up, and it's only uh, at least on Wikipedia, just you know, hot off the presses. It only credits three three songwriters, I think. And yeah, there are many. Her. I looked at that too. Yeah, I was a little surprised by that, but maybe that tells us that I don't know. Maybe Beyonce is not as good at writing songs as I kind of thought she was but it's not good uh and that is my studied opinion on it now i didn't finish it it is possible that in the last minute of the song it changes somehow and no. justifies how I, bad i the had first it on repeat for a while are. yeah i had no it on thanks. repeat because i was like i got it, i got it, i gotta figure it out i gotta get it and i never got it no, I didn't get it either. And then there was this whole controversy about a little radio yeah, station in Aiden. <laughs> it just—it was one of the more contrived, like, fake scandals that I've, like, that I've ever seen. Like, like there are legitimate fights to have, legitimate stands to take, and a lot of them have to do with race and equity in media, like that's important and representation is important. She she has a bad song that I don't think <laughs> really would merit play on pop radio or R&B radio. I don't know why somebody would be like, hey, here's an R&B artist who you don't pay attention to and they have a song that doesn't really fit in your genre even though people are saying it does. So why aren't you playing that? Just really isn't much of a starting point to me. But the fact that thousands of people nationwide rallied really uh, bonkers. Yes, I uh, love the power of the people. Oh my God! And and for on behalf of a billionaire, like I I don't. It could never be me. That's all. Like I, I. It's cool to see people mobilize in great numbers. I wish they'd do it for like, 
I don't know, poor people, for example. Uh, like, if it was that big of a deal, and by the way, I don't want to disparage Beyonce with this. I don't think she was telling people to get on the ass of this small radio no. station. But Which, by the way, they're playing the song now because people ask them to, and so they're doing it. Um, and I'm not saying I don't know anything <laughs> about the radio station. They, they might be a bunch of racists. Two things can be true. They can be racist and also not playing Beyonce doesn't necessarily have anything to do with race for them. It's just, you know, it would be different if they wouldn't play Charlie Pride uh, because he was a black country and Western musician. Like, that would be significant. But, like, not playing, I don't know, like, does the cat play any Kanye songs that have really hard rock guitar? I don't think so. Like, I don't think that that has to do with And he has a pretty extensive repertoire as far as I I can can go, like, deep with these conversations. Yeah, this is just ridiculous. And also, like, I want to make sure that people know I'm aware of what's happening here. This is two white people talking about an issue (laughs) uh, (laughs) where race has been invoked. And, like, again, I... I tend to assume things are racist. Like, I just, like, prima facie, mm-hmm. this is racist. This, to me, just doesn't, it just doesn't smell of race. And it, it doesn't, it doesn't look to me like something that should, that resources should be spent on uh, any resources, even just the resource of personal energy. And it feels a little bit like somebody contacted the, the fact that it was an email says a lot to me about <laughs> why somebody even did it like here's an opportunity for me to get some attention by ginning up a controversy where there's not one like because they didn't think call they emailed you know like you email your local radio station to request a sign it's not what you do it's silly anyway i don't want i honestly let's talk about like a way that personal resources were used really well that just happened to me today. Yes, uh, please. Yeah, let's leave behind this uh, uncharitable conversation. Let's, let's about not hold them anymore. Really need to talk to. Yeah, let's Texas let go of them. Uh, <laughs> you, you tell us what happened today because this is big news today. By the way, being recorded on Monday, February nineteen, two thousand twenty-four. Yeah, you're hitting me, um, Marty. I was up at <laughs> sorry, my cat just did something weird. Um, <laughs> uh, I was at the Capitol earlier today. At 10:30, there was a vote um, about it's House Bill 3329. Um, if anyone wants to like do a deep dive, like I do, into these things, but it is um, in its simplest form, it would require that schools have menstrual products available at no cost to students. Um, That would ideally cut down on absenteeism and um, Pierre Dokesi took it as like kind of a bipartisan way of like combating the very complex issue that is period poverty um, on a state level. And um, so there was... (laughs) We went in with, like, two bills as, like, our high focus points. Um, one got shot down in the Senate side really quickly. 
um, because he told it me, so I'll say it here. Um, they did not want to work with the um, State Department of Education at a high ah. level to coordinate oh. anything. My, it's encouraging, isn't it? And um, no one wants to work with that person. Um, wow. So, but on the house side, um, <sighs> yeah, I um, this would require products in schools, and um, it got put on the agenda to be heard in the Education and Budget Appropriations Subcommittee, like yesterday afternoon. And then, like, people just rallied around it. And um, it's pretty bonkers how, like, quickly, like, you put together, like, a website, like, (laughs) all these things happen. (laughs) And um, today it got heard at 1030, and um, there were no questions, nothing. Like, it was literally all yays all around. That's awesome. And myself and the person I was with looked at each other and we were like, wait, what? (laughs) <laughs> we're, we're, we're good like we can be excused <laughs> this is so confusing <laughs> well so I believe that you said that's awesome that's great and I, I appreciate the advocacy on your part and on the part of period okay see I uh, mentioned that I got a note from a friend mm-hmm. uh, this morning um, thinking thinking me which means thinking period OKC because I was just sharing sharing what what y'all promoted um, but saying thanks for uh, pointing it out there this this weekend because she said it wasn't on her radar and now like, I think that's significant especially because she does work in public schools I, I'm not going to say her name because I don't want to in any way compromise mm-hmm. her you know compromise her privacy at all but uh uh, she's dope, and her old man's also an educator, and he's dope. So, uh, uh, tell him I called him your old man if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but no, I think that's great. That uh, I'm just really impressed that that's how it went. This is very good news, and it is not ah, not what you anticipate from this group of people. Honestly, they don't usually do good and reasonable things. So, thank goodness. Got right? A, I know. At least for now. Like, at least for now, it's a W. Yeah. We'll see what happens on the floor. Mm, <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. But, you know, <laughs> this is good, though. This is encouraging. And as Miriam Kaba says, hope is a discipline. So, let's go ahead and keep cultivating our hope for this. Uh, and hope also requires some action. So if you're listening, stay on your legislator's bumper about this. Just remind them and ask them, keep track of it online. That is, again, that's H-Bill 3329. So keep an eye on it and see the progress. You can always reach out to uh, period OKC to find out um, how that's going too. Um, Right? Yeah, yeah. I say that I don't work for period OKC. I don't represent them. Neither, but... neither do I. Um, right. But <laughs> I, um, uh, yeah, but anybody who wants more information can definitely hit me up. And um, it's on our it's on our Instagram and our link, tweet, link tree. There's like a link 
specifically to the bill. So Good. you got information. If you have more questions, I may have answers. If not, I'll say, great question. Let me get back to you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> But you're actually good about getting back. <laughs> we had an email recently from somebody who asked the question, and I knew the answer. Like, when I saw the question, I was like, I definitely know the answer. And then I second-guessed myself. So I said, I'm going to – I think this. I'm going to do some research and find out. And I actually did uh, find, <laughs> make sure I was right and came back and – answered that question, which was about if the city gave the county money for mental health facility, which is uh, not not the case. Um, they did agree to go into a three-way sort of partnership to put the new and improved Griffin Memorial Hospital in Oklahoma City. I feel like there's that, a joke in there somewhere about three-way. <laughs> nah, there's not. I tried. I looked for it. I, said, I, I, I did that research, and then I workshopped and talked to, did some studies did it to put together a task force, and there's not any jokes for it. Damn it. Yeah. Nope. So what else has been going on, Marty? I've been kind of out of the, I've been in the woods, in the weeds. Yeah. What's been going yeah, on? Yeah, you, you've had a lot of... Uh, uh, you have a lot of personal problems now, so I mean, like, you had, you had um, some family stuff you had to deal with and just other things, so you, yeah, you weren't uh, able to record last week, and so I recorded a short episode. I want to thank everybody who's reached out, by the way, with, uh, yeah. with your words of uh, empathy and encouragement and uh, condolences. I appreciate that. Um, uh, just a weird time, but um, that's enough of talking about that for now. Uh, most of what's been going on, Lindley, as you know, most of my bandwidth right now is taken up with, uh, well, with the county's consideration of where to build the new jail. And uh, boy, this just stays as dramatic as fucking possible. Are we like, going to have a podcast once we have a new jail? I don't, right? I don't it's, think it's, that we will. Seriously, though, we went from the arena to the jail. Like, it, it's bizarre how much, like, how much this is feeling the same way. Now, this isn't, uh, I don't feel like when I talk about the jail, I'm, uh, facing a tidal wave of people who disagree with that. Uh, I think largely people kind of more or less agree that where the jail should go is where it currently is. Um, yeah. But uh, there's, there's a few people with a lot of say in the matter that don't want it there. And so that's basically what everybody's kind of mobilizing against. We saw... Uh, you actually hit me up about it just right at maybe as it was happening, but Dell City City Council week before last in their meeting voted to set aside an amount of money uh, for a potential uh, lawsuit. If they if the county were to Gosh. select the Dell City site, they set aside money so that they can. They can sue, sue the county. They can bring suit against the county 
for that. Um, that's interesting for a lot of reasons, I think. Like, namely, just you don't see cities do that a whole lot unless they really, you know, it's a little bit of saber rattling, I think, but it's also yeah, means they're serious, doesn't it? I think I, so. I think that I would like it to, because we talked about this so much, that I think on a mil- like more philosophical level, maybe we should have a problem with the fact that we're caging our friends. Right. And we don't want them around us is what the public's saying. It's like yeah. these people are distasteful and so we will literally sue you if they have to be in our neighborhood. Right. Right. Yeah, I I agree. I keep saying like there is a moral reason for this and there are practical reasons. Um, to oppose it being put out there. But that's not a lot of what we hear um, being said in public by the Dell City contingent of people protesting uh, the suggested jail site. What we're hearing is a lot of classic NIMBY stuff coupled with classic uh, demonizing of people who are incarcerated. And and it's always worth mentioning any time any time jailing people comes up, it is uh worth mentioning that over eighty percent of people in jails across the country are legally not guilty they are they are pre trial jail is not prison jail is where people go when they're yeah. waiting for their trial. That means they're innocent um uh, yeah, pre-trial is, is innocent. Now, sometimes people are deemed a, a danger to the community or a flight risk, et cetera. That's all very complicated. Philosophically, it's not that complicated to me. But, uh, to me, uh, but yeah. yeah, these, I mean, all of us have bailed somebody, almost all of us have bailed somebody out of jail, I, you know. I almost said somebody I bailed out of jail, but they might not. All right, I'll throw my I bailed my little brother out of jail twice. Right. <laughs> and he's a chemical engineer and a right. perfectly and normal human. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Not I, to say that other people are not normal humans, but like I'm just saying he's not a threat to society. Right. I, what? Rather than being evil, what a lot of the people who are in jail are is poor or sick, mm-hmm. uh, or uh, in the wrong place at the wrong time, or irresponsible with their money, you know, which is not something that should rob you of your freedom. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, all of that's important in making the case for keeping the jail downtown uh, is that it's close to services and that's something that those folks need uh but saying we don't want them walking through our neighborhood is is not a good it's not good flex also it's not a winning argument we don't want to buy our schools well it's already by two schools uh now so and that hasn't been a problem so that argument no one's hiding in the bushes 
All right, it's going to be bad for economic development. Well, I got to tell you, downtown Oklahoma City is doing fine economic development-wise, so that's not a good argument. You know, like, all of that stuff, uh, that's just not, it's not helpful. It's not productive. Uh, I do think it could be productive for them to uh, threaten a lawsuit now because a big uh, – So a big part of what the county keeps saying about pushing forward on these sites where we don't want the jail, uh, we being, I shouldn't say Mm -hmm. being everybody, we is me, and I Mm -hmm. am echoing the sentiments of a lot of people in the community and in separate small parts of the community. Um, yeah, what they're saying is that the time is of the essence. And I don't agree with that, but yeah, they're right. Construction costs can go, can continue to rise. They've been rising over the last couple of years and they can and probably will continue to rise over the next coming months and years. But I don't know that six months from now breaking ground is going to be a lot more expensive than three months from now breaking ground or a year from now breaking. I just don't know. And I, I, and I, I don't know. I'm ignorant literally about it. I, I've never built something. <laughs> I don't know what that cost is like, but I think this is something it's an effective strategy for Dell city because, uh, ain't shit can happen if there's, uh, if there's litigation in progress, they can't do anything. They can pick the site, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if they're being sued, they can't start work on that until that's settled. So they may just say, okay, it's not worth the time we, we will hand. lose. Yeah, and it's not worth the money we'll spend on defending this, you know, this suit. Uh, yeah, so they may give up and pick another site. Um now, what I'm hearing, speaking of, is that they are, like this Wednesday, the, the agenda will include consideration of a site at 23rd and Coltrane. Mm-hmm. Um, and what some of the people behind the scenes are saying, not, not far enough behind the scenes that I don't hear about it. but what 23rd I, and Coltrane, that's like east. Yes, that's northeast. In fact, that's northeast uh, side. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, where we've been promised repeatedly that the jail won't go is in right, northeast Oklahoma City. Okay. <laughs> uh, the person who represents them on the county commission is Carrie Bloomer, and she mm. has every time it's come up, she's moved to remove it from consideration, and that has passed. I don't know that that'll happen Wednesday. I mean, I I do believe she will move to have it removed con- from consideration, but I'm not confident that that will pass. Um, but what what some people behind the scenes are basically doing here is trying to divide and conquer. Like Dell City, you don't want it, so keep protesting, and, and so that we can take it off, and we'll have to take it off the table. But if we take it off the table, we're coming for Northeast OKC. So Northeast OKC, maybe you guys should stop fighting the Dell City site and let it happen so that it doesn't come then to you guys. Like that's what's happening right now is this vaguely threatening – well, I don't know how vague that is even. It's 
but this vaguely ominous, like it's going to happen to one of you, you know. Um, so what what would be a, like a beneficial part of having the jail in the community, like? Like out in the we, out in we, northeast Oakland, yeah, you're up by Del City, North, you're down by, Okay, so you're Del City. I was going to speak Del City specifically, but like, um, what the, what would be what is the selling point people are putting? Okay, there? yeah, that's fair. That's a good question uh, to be like to cover the bases. Yeah. So the reason that the county says that they would that they like those sites is that there's lots of space. And okay. so what they hope with the new jail is uh, all studies show, and, and forget about all studies, our community's anecdotal experience is that a tower for the jail is a bad mm-hmm. fucking idea. Mm-hmm. It's been a huge failure, perhaps <laughs> even what, what one might call a deadly failure, a deadly it mistake. It is a deadly, it has been that. a deadly, yes. Yeah. yeah. So having built that in the fashion in which it's built, and by a firm, by the way, who had no business building a, a jail, they, they've never – that firm never built a correctional facility before that tower, and that's just that's just grift in the local government that makes that kind of shit happen. But um, so – uh, yeah, the reason that they don't want to build a tower, they want to build one story facility and spread it outward um, so that there's more space. It's uh, there's more like the way they talk about building it would include some outdoor space that is secure so that there would be plenty of natural light and air and recreation, et cetera. These are nice ideas uh, under the caveat that this is all terrible because we shouldn't be caging all of our neighbors all the time. Right, yeah. But, like, as under this foul, corrupt, evil system, this is a better, less awful way to do it. Not less a better, evil. a less awful way, less evil way. Um, so that's their excuse for wanting 40 to 80 acres, um, like we talked about before, 80 acres mm-hmm. is the size of Bricktown. Um, 40 giant. acres is just about the size of the entire capital complex. So it's pretty too big, honestly, um, whereas the downtown site is considerably smaller than that. But it's big enough to build uh, basically a three to four level, which is about a two-and-a-half-story uh facility uh which would eliminate a lot of those problems but but that's the reason they want out and that's the reason that they're saying they want it out there is because that's where the space is i see um that's an excuse of course like just like the chicks white up spaces to yeah yeah we want we want the the biggest open space possible to build (laughs) better cages yeah it's just yeah, the whole thing flies in the face of compassion and reason. Um, but, uh, you know, I went to the CJAC meeting this past week. Uh, CJAC is the Criminal Justice Advisory Council, uh, which I'd love to say that's the uh, recommending body that is made up of – it's 
part of the Chamber of Commerce, um, the executive director of it, Tim Tardibono, is employed by the Chamber of Commerce. That's where his office is, is the Chamber of Commerce. Previously, uh, Roy Williams, the president of the ch former president of the Chamber of Commerce, would be sitting next to the chairman of the <laughs> committee at the meeting. So you really can't deny the chamber's role in it. The chairman, so that, that body is made up of some elected officials, um, law enforcement, uh, service providers in the community, like Dan Strawn, the executive director of mm -hmm. Homeless Alliance. He's on that board, the Otis Matting. Uh, you know, just a bunch of, yeah, a bunch of people like that. And then uh, the rest is made up of the fabulously wealthy. Uh, the mm -hmm. chairman of this body is none other than Clay Bennett. The Stop vice it. chair, I'm not kidding, the vice chair is uh, Tony Tyler. Um, oh, yeah, it's how That's I know good. Sue Ann Arnall because she's on that, that mm -hmm, body. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, I went to their monthly meeting Thursday and... For one thing, they 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 are treating it like a foregone conclusion that this site, uh, that this jail is going to be out in the hinterlands, whatever site it comes to. Um, but the CEO, Tim Tardibono, was saying that they're already putting together plans for transportation of uh, people who are in, of, of detainees when they're released. Um, okay, said so after they leave incarceration? Yeah, when they come out of the jail, transportation, okay. because uh, both of those sites are really far away, specifically the Dell City site, it's over a mile to the closest yeah. bus stop. Um, so it's just not served. Um, but he said there's already, they're already working on plans for transportation. He said the shuttle that right now is provided by the diversion hub, uh, the one that's happening right now. But uh, mm -hmm. he said that transportation will take them from the jail to the diversion hub. And he said, of course, we can't make them go in for services, but that's where they'll, they'll be dropped off. And I got to tell you, mm -hmm. like, uh, and he says we can't make them go inside. That makes it sound like we can make them get on the bus. <laughs> and, and and let me just say, for clarity, if you take somebody from point A to point B without their express permission, that is literally kidnapping. Uh, I knew you were going to get on this. I knew well, it was going to happen. It, well, I, I have to. This is fundamental to the problem with this. Mm -hmm. is that if we are uh, – he also cited uh, Wichita Falls and Nashville both have – uh, restrictions on what times of day they will release detainees and they uh, Wichita Falls has a temperature cap so if it's too cold they they keep people in oh, until the next day so in a way that's good but in another well, accurate way it's very talk. bad yeah <laughs> like because your constitutional rights don't end according to the temperature or the time of day. And you are talking about keeping people who are free from leaving. So they're not free in spite of whatever uh, the law might say. Um, and 
Tim said specifically, this will prevent, uh, this will guarantee that uh, people aren't just walking around uh, a neighborhood when they get out of jail. And it's like, what, like I can because I'm free? Because I'm not in jail? Like you're going to say that this free person can't do the very normal free citizen's activity of walking somewhere. That's, mm-hmm. that's fundamentally super problematic. Uh, don't trip on my soapbox. The ACLU is doing is thinking about this because you know they're would, they're, they're working on stuff. What they're these? definitely paying attention. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what their plans are. I haven't spoken to them about it, and I know that I got a girl. Stretched. I can find out. <laughs> sure, ask her. Uh, I just they're they're under resourced and they're stretched thin, and perhaps their priority right now, and I'm not going to argue one way or the other about what people's priorities should be. We all kind of have to focus where we can, but uh, so much hateful anti-trans, anti-LGBTQIA, everything. Mostly that and um, a lot of criminal justice reform things. Right. Um, Yeah, it's hard to... I don't, I'm sure they're well aware Where does one start? Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. And I, I often think that this is part of the, uh, part of the plan by the, by the American oligarchy and the military industrial complex that, uh, that they own and control is that you keep us fucking busy. Keep us busy. Do you think that the people in real power give a shit about trans people? No, but they're convenient scapegoat and sacrifice to make because they they're not as likely to uh, have offspring, which means you know keeping the 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 stock of uh, human labor built up, so they're not as important. <laughs> Same with old people. It's shit about old Kamala people. Harris up at night. I just I don't even want to think about Kamala Harris. I, I honestly I'm fortunate I forget that she exists for weeks at a time, uh, and then they'll show a video of her saying whatever word salad that her Xanax riddled brain is uh, dribbling out. I don't know why they put her in front of a camera ever. She's even worse at it than Joe Biden, and he's fucking terrible at being in front of cameras. What's that? (laughs) Oh, gosh. I thought you were going to say, I I got to interrupt you. Kamala Harris is my aunt. (laughs) It really is. How much you love her. Uh, Could you imagine? She's a heartbeat away from being our president. And let me tell you, that heartbeat is not a very strong one. Either so, <laughs> fucking depressing. Really terrible. I um, of course. <laughs> I have a sweatshirt in my closet that I wear like often because it's a great sweatshirt that is Biden Harris all over it <laughs> that I was given at a thing. <laughs> and funny. every time I put it on, I'm like, Marty would hate this. Oh yeah, Marty would hate this. I I don't think you make a lot of decisions based on whether or not I would hate them. Uh, I really don't. No, but I, I do think. 
I do think about what I do that you would also hate, and then I decide from there. And then sometimes I'll keep playing the country music song, and sometimes I'll keep wearing the sweatshirt. That's right. (laughs) Well, you know, I I hope that you know that doing things that I like is not a requirement for my friendship. It sure does help, though. Yes, yeah, so that's there's a lot going on with the jail stuff. Uh, let me just uh, one point of business. It's very important on this topic is that Wednesday, that is the 21st of February at 9 a.m. is the next meeting of the Board of County Commissioners, and they will have on their agenda. I. The agenda isn't published yet, so it could feasibly change today. Um, But they will have on their agenda items about a couple of sites and going forward with Like the day after tomorrow, right? Day after tomorrow as we're recording this. But uh, as people are listening to it, it could be yesterday. But but yeah, on Wednesday the 21st at 9 a.m. So really want to encourage people, if you have the time to – to go, please show up in support specifically of doing the most humane thing uh, that we can apart from not caging uh, folks. And that's to build the new jail downtown where there are services, where there's transportation, where their attorneys are nearby, where court is nearby, et cetera. Uh, but also, um, you know, recently we had this, scandal that a lot of people showed up uh, in support uh, at city council uh, to prevent a medical waste handling uh, facility from being built uh, out by Forest Park. This is the same property. This is the same property owner who had that Mm -hmm. uh, medical waste facility proposal turned down this is their property that the jail uh, that the county is looking at for a jail at 2030 Coltrane. That's the same spot. So if mm. you came out defending that community from the medical waste handling, good, good job. Come out and defend from this too, because this is also pretty nefarious um, and does not take into account the wishes, feelings of, of people in the community, but also um, – doesn't uh, provide a lot of humane treatment of people that we are caging at incre- well incredible. And I want to I want to so. make it clear that when um, for all those listening, whenever Marty and I lobby against places, it is not because we don't want to see people in those places. We would like to have them right here where we can see them. Here, I'm, I'm, I'm in Oklahoma City, and so is Marty, um, where we can see them and work under what is already existing as far as, like, um, the social services and jail bondsmen and those things and things. Um, we're not, yes. when we say we don't want a jail in a place, it is not because we don't want those people there right yeah it's not because i think it's dangerous for for the community for the jail to be there or anything like that no it's because we're uh our priority in deciding on the spot really should be the best care 
uh, for people who, people are, who are incarcerated so yeah. that when they get out, they can have a landing spot where they get the assistance needed to not end up in that situation again, if, if it's all possible. I mean, granted, we can't fix everything right now, but like if we at least have the resources that can address the issues that landed somebody in jail, whether that's poverty, mental illness, substance use disorders, being in the wrong place at the wrong time, like I said, irresponsibility. But right now, if money. they walk out the door, they have resources very shortly. Pretty close. Pretty steps close. Away. Yeah. Yeah. But if they're 10 miles away, they don't. It's, they don't it's, have it's, those. It's going to just exasperate the problem. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, we, I just I hope people will show up for that. Please contact your county commissioners. Even if your commissioner is Commissioner Bloomer, please make sure that she knows what you hope for, what you expect, and that she has your support in opposing this, this stuff, too. Like, we we don't need to just call our elected officials to tell them what not to do and what to do. Yeah. We need to encourage them when they're doing the right thing, especially if we can do it in writing so that they can say to their peers and their naysayers, look, here are the receipts. This is what the people I represent want. Um, it's not all just bad. It's not all bad shit that I'm saying to, you know. Um, but, uh, I have lately, I've talked to a lot of representatives, and I will say that there is something about being on the phone with somebody and speaking highly of what they've done before. I don't mean that as like placating things or being like, hey, I saw what you did with such and such. Let's do the same thing here. Like, there's a way to have really, really positive conversations with people. Um, and not just get on the phone and, like, tongue lash them, which is what I typically like to do, but I try not to. Right. <laughs> well, Lindley, that's all I got for politics right now. You got anything else uh, to add about that? No, I don't. I hope that we'll know more to add soon. We'll know more one way or the other. Um, I want to throw in that I am uh, – going out of town for two weeks, starting Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday morning is that meeting, and I'm going to cover as much of it as I can. In fact, my flight is at like 12.30, and I'm going to get to the airport by 8 so that I can go through security and then go to my terminal and set up and cover this meeting remotely because I couldn't do it from home and make my flight. So I'm going to cover it uh, – as much of it as possible before I get on that plane on Wednesday, but I'll also be checking in while we're gone. And I think that you and I will, chances are we'll record a couple of episodes while I'm gone, but we might not, you might record some solos. We'll see. But yeah, I'll be out of town for two weeks. So I might be a little harder to reach and I should be, I should be a little harder to reach. Um, yeah. But, uh, you want to throw that in. Um, well, it'll be an exciting time to be, if you are interested in period poverty, it'll be a really exciting time right now um, yes. because there's something actually happening that could yeah. be practically happening. Yeah, that's um, great. 
And yeah, please, please pay also. attention to, yeah, yeah, keep an eye on Lenly's socials and, of course, follow Period OKC for more information. Um, I have one last thing that I want to just very briefly touch on What's and really that? just, I just want to say, um, I don't speak for Lindley, uh, of course, but I think that we are very much on the same page when I say, <laughs> well, uh, but I say, uh, I just want to say rest and power to next ben- Benedict, uh, the young person uh, in Owasso who was beaten to death at their school. Uh, they're non- non-binary and they were horribly, brutally beaten in the bathroom at their school and died from those injuries. And this should never fucking happened. And I want, and I believe Lindley would agree with this, I want yes. uh, all, of our, all of our friends to know that uh, we love you and we have your back and we want to have your back more. And if there's anything besides our advocacy that you need from us, uh, please, please reach out and let us know. I mean... Uh, I try to keep in touch with my my friends and keep keep an eye out and keep my my head on a swivel so I can have people's back. But I just it's such a painful time and and we should not have uh, a symbol like this who's a, a real person uh, who had all this life ahead of them and all this potential and we've all been robbed of that. Um, um, I know that ad- advocacy can be words, which is what I will definitely bring to the table, but um, reach out to either of us with anything that can be action-based, um, because yeah. sometimes those things can help too, um, but... Yeah, this fucking sucks. It's awful. Um, yeah. And this whole culture is getting more and more violent. Uh, and I hope that that's a symbol, uh, a symptom, I mean to say, of uh, the death throes of that Christian nationalist uh, controlling uh, culture. But I don't know. And until it is, we really need to protect and defend our entire community and that means yeah. our entire community. So, uh, just we love you, you know to everyone yeah, we out love there. You. We love you. And when we say "K, love you, bye," that means you too. Um, mm-hmm. So, thank you for listening. As always, um, Lindley, thank you for uh, being the best co-ghost in the entire world. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad to be back with you. Yeah, hopefully we can uh, do the same the next couple of episodes. So um, that's all I got for now. Are you? Anything else? No, people stay in touch because I'll have updates and maybe we'll yeah. have period products. That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, okay, love you, bye. Now, okay. Oh, okay, oh, love oh, you, I cut you off. I cut you off. No, it's okay. I just said for now, just look out for each other. Uh, yeah. And that's it. Okay, love you, bye.
I didn't stick the landing. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, love you. Bye. <laughs>